Welcome to Notes from a Child Psychologist, the podcast, a place for parents who aspire to be intentional about meeting the mental health needs of their children. My name is Dr. Tasha Brown, a licensed clinical psychologist who specializes in working with parents and their children. So many parents tell me that they wish parenting came with a handbook. And on a daily basis, parents tell me how overwhelmed they are with the abundance of parenting resources and tools out there. The one thing I've come to realize is that no matter their parenting concern or struggle, deep down, parents just want their children to be healthy, happy, and thriving. If you are a parent who's ready to build their parenting toolbox, join me each week as we explore topics that directly impact the mental health of your children. From a culturally relevant perspective, it is my goal to provide you with facts, resources, and practical tools so that in the end, you can make decisions that work for you. While I love talking with you each week, this is just a friendly reminder that this podcast and the information provided by the host and or guest is not a replacement for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. I'm excited to have you here and excited to take notes with you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Notes from a Child Psychologist. I want to start this episode out by just saying a huge thank you to all of our listeners. If you have been here since episode one, if you are just discovering our podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is episode number 25 already. I'm so excited that we are, we're, we're, we're getting up there in our numbers. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing with your friends and your family and other people that you think may be interested. Please continue to share and comment and discuss the important things that we are talking about on this podcast because like I said, when I started this podcast is one of the big reasons why I show up here every single week and we have these conversations is because we really want to think about how we can start to create a space where we are raising and really making sure that the children around us are as mentally healthy as possible so that we're raising children who are assertive, who know what coping strategies to use, who are able to identify when there's something going on with their emotional health and the way that the adults in their life uh, make it possible for children to do this is to be just aware. And this podcast is all about bringing awareness. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for being here. This week, we are talking about a topic that I think is so important and one that comes up a lot in my clinical work because I, I would like to think a lot of what I do is help children create and maintain boundaries and help parents think about ways in which they can help their children create and maintain boundaries. And especially in this world when there is so much going on, when a lot of spaces can become unsafe, especially when we talk about social media, when we talk about just navigating the everyday world of going from place to place, it's important that children are able to be assertive 
within their own boundaries and able to maintain that no matter who um, they're with. So we're going to talk about maintaining boundaries, helping children create boundaries, and let's jump right in it with this week's note of the week. It's time for the note of the week. Each week, I will be bringing you a note. The note will be a letter from you, the listener, a clip from a newspaper article, a social media post, or something circulating in popular culture that is relevant to your child's mental health. The goal of the note is to start an important conversation about an issue and springboard us into a discussion about how you can support your child's mental health, strengthen the relationship between you and your child, and if you choose, put some new parenting skills into action. Join me for this week's note. So this week's note of the week comes from a article that I found on ourfamilywizard.com. It's actually a blog. Um, it's called Teaching Kids About Healthy Boundaries. And this week, finding a note of the week was hard. <laughs> so there were so many beautiful articles, so many beautiful blog posts um, about boundaries and helping your children set boundaries. So what I would suggest that you do is in your follow-up conversations and research on helping children create boundaries after this episode is just do a quick Google search, how to help children create boundaries. And there is a wealth of information out there. But the clip that I found this week says, setting healthy personal boundaries and being able to recognize the need for boundaries as well is paramount for building strong relationships on a foundation of respect. But maintaining boundaries can be complicated. And if you are not used to examining your own boundaries, it can feel uncomfortable to begin to do so as an adult. That's why it is extremely important to teach children about healthy boundaries from a young age. The earlier they learn about their own limits and see the importance of respecting others, the easier it will be for them to navigate healthy relationships as adults. And I loved this one and I picked this little clip because so many adults struggle with creating boundaries, being assertive about their boundaries, uh, recognizing the boundaries of others. And we know that when those things are difficult for adults, it shows up in a wide variety of ways in relationships at home, in relationships with your spouses, in relationships with your teachers in relationships with your children, in relationships with coworkers. And so I like to think that the world would be such a different place if adults really perfected the art of creating and maintaining their own boundaries. And the one way that we can do that and help to do that is to have children who are able to create and maintain their own boundaries. So let's jump right into the discussion. So what exactly are boundaries? And there's so many different definitions of boundaries. So I just, I, I, I pulled a few that I think fit for our discussion. So number one, we know that a boundary is a personal limit that you, an individual sets in order to establish 
what you are willing to accept from others or from your spaces or from your context and what you aren't willing to accept. And healthy boundaries allows you to understand other people's boundaries and respect the limits that other people set when you're able to define what your personal limits are. So your limits are, okay, I will accept this and I won't accept that. Those are boundaries. Adults and children need to create boundaries. Adults, we have the skills to create boundaries. Children do not. And so they need to be explicitly taught what boundaries are and how to create them. Another great way to describe boundaries, and I'm giving you some different language because when you talk about boundaries with your children, you may want to try out different types of definitions and language that helps your child to understand boundaries the best. So we know that a boundary is an invisible line um, that defines behaviors that are acceptable for an individual. So you can explain this to your child like, when someone has a boundary, it's invisible. We don't often see it right away. We, The person has to tell us their boundary and that boundary tells us what's acceptable for them and what's not acceptable for them. Those boundaries create rules or guidelines or may, maybe limits on how you want to be treated or how the people around you want to be treated. And it teaches us what's okay and not okay with other people. And it teaches other people what are not okay and okay for us. Like those are some ways that you can explain what boundaries are for your child. There are different types of boundaries. And I really um, would suggest that you go into these boundaries with your children, the different types, especially the older they get. Like your five-year-old, you're not gonna say, well, there are three different types of boundaries. You're gonna talk about physical boundaries. You're gonna talk about boundaries around their emotions but you may not go into full-blown details, but your seven-year-old or your 10-year-old, you may start to go into more detail. So we know that there are physical boundaries. So boundaries around good touch, bad touch, how close you want someone to be, if you want someone touching your hair or not, those are boundaries. There's emotional boundaries. So what you will or not allow people to say to you or the conversations that you will or will not be a part of or how or how not you would let people treat you. There are also time boundaries. So how you protect your time, how you share your time. Those are different types of boundaries. And it's important for adults to set boundaries and important for us to teach children how to set boundaries because boundaries really honor our needs and honors our wants and desires. Boundaries for adults help us to avoid burnout and stress and anxiety. And when we teach children how to create and maintain boundaries, we're setting them up for an adult life where they are able to um, reduce or avoid burnout and stress and anxiety for themselves because they can go into situations being like, well, my boundary is I don't check my email after work hours because from a child. I was being taught ways in which to create and be assertive about my boundaries. We also know that boundaries help prevent financial and emotional burdens. And we could go on and on and on about the importance of boundaries. An important thing to remember about boundaries is that a healthy boundary is firm, but it's flexible. It's spoken and 
you are able to clearly define what is acceptable or not in other people's actions towards you. And I want to go back on the flexible part of this. Boundaries are flexible in terms of there may be a a hard boundary that someone has about, um, let's see, let's go back to the email example for adults and then I'll use a child's one. There may be a really firm boundary that you have about checking your email after work hours. You're like, I'm not checking my work, my email after work hours. However, you're flexible in that if you know there is a big deadline coming or a big project coming, you may um, check your email after work hours. For children, let's go back to the boundary of like not touching your hair. Children may, you may teach your child or you may notice that your child has a firm boundary around having someone touch their hair and it's like, okay, do not touch my hair. Um, that is my boundary around my physical space. And this child may be flexible in this boundary when they, if someone asks them really nicely. Or if it is a family member who is wanting to do their hair, there's some flexibility around that. We need to teach children what boundaries are flexible. And also we know that there are some boundaries that are not flexible at all. So it's really important for us to remember that. Boundaries are so important for children because number one, it allows them to feel safe. It teaches them that they are in control of their own behavior. It teaches them that they are in control of their body. It also teaches and reinforces that other people are in control of their own body and other people are in control of their own behavior. And we can start talking about consent. And um, when you teach children how to create and maintain their own boundary, what you're starting to do is you're also starting to teach them how to be and maintain consent from others. So let's think about three ways that you can teach your children how to, or a few ways, more than three, um, ways that you can help your children to create boundaries. Number one, you want to teach your child what boundaries are. So we're going to start with just the basics. Teach, have an explicit conversation with your child about what boundaries are. Teach them, go over the definitions of boundaries and talk about why it's so important to have healthy boundaries. So really starting there, I think that is one of the the best places to start. Very clear on why boundaries are important and why we're gonna have them and why we're gonna maintain them. Then there are some key phases, phrases that go along with boundary setting. So you want to teach your children to use phrases like, please stop. So please stop touching me or please stop touching my things. Or I don't like that. I don't like when you speak to me that way. I don't like when you look at me like that. I don't like when you move my things around. I don't like when you touch me that way. Helping your child to develop some of those language. So please stop. I don't like that. It's my turn. It's my turn to play with this game or it's my turn to pick the book tonight. Teaching and maintaining boundaries about other people taking up their space or taking up their time. Also teaching children some other words like I would like to. So I would like to play with this game. I would like to go to sleep now. I would like to leave. Those are all 
different things that you and phrases that you can teach your children that are go-tos so that they will be able to, when it's time, use very assertive language to make it known that they are setting and meant a boundary. And by having these go-to words, they'll be able to maintain that boundary. So phrases like, I'm just going to repeat them. Please stop. I don't like that. It's my turn. I would like to. Those are all great phrases to have children incorporate into their language. So you're going to teach them what boundaries are, teach them why they're so important. Then you're also going to think about being super clear about your own boundaries. So communicate to your children what your boundaries are so that you are able to model for them what um what boundaries look like, what maintaining boundaries look like. <laughs> I always tell the story, but I remember when I was growing up, my mom had a boundary around like her own time. So after nine o'clock every night, my mom's boundary was that's when she needed to decompress. That's when she needed to spend her own time doing, taking care of herself. And so her boundary was after nine o'clock, if you needed anything, unless it was like a dire emergency, her exact words was we could not bother her. And she told us, she would say, I'm going to be after nine o'clock. It's me time. And if we needed something and it wasn't an emergency, like we weren't dying or needed to go to our emergency room, she would just point to her clock and we would get the point. So you want to model and maintain boundaries for your child by showing them what your boundaries are. And it could be as simple as when you're in my, I don't like when you're, when you're in my personal space or um, you're, this is my room and you have to knock before you come in. Or this is my food and you have to ask before you get some. And I, and I want to pause here by saying every family, because I know we could have hours and hours worth of conversation about like what are appropriate boundaries for children. And if boundaries setting with your children is going to send messages about you not caring, we could go on and on and on about that. However, What I think is really important is that we recognize that every family is going to have a different set of boundaries and it's up to you and your family and your values, your parenting values. And remember, you can always go back to the parenting values episode to decide what works for you. But whatever it is, be clear, be firm, be assertive. And define this as a boundary to your child so that they are like, hmm, all right, my mom, my dad, my caregiver, my grandma, my auntie, my uncle, my teacher, whoever has very clear boundaries. They've communicated those to me and I see how important that is. So you want to do that. Also, you want to respect the boundaries that your children establish. So teenagers, And um, even young children, they're going to start to maintain and and establish their own boundaries. And very often it can be easy for parents to be like, well, this is my house. You're my child. (laughs) Um, And kind of stomp on the boundaries of the children around them. You want to respect your child's boundaries. So if your child says like, no, I don't. Please keep the door closed while I'm in the bathroom. 
or please don't eat out of my plate or please don't tell other people what I'm going to tell you. This is just a pause. Ooh, this is a pause. When I work with adolescents and young adults, one of the major ways, and this comes up so much, one of the major ways that adults step all over their boundaries is by sharing. I'm going to do a whole episode about this, but sharing with the other people outside of the family or outside of other trusted adults about what the child has said or what's going on in the child's life. So they get to a family event and everyone's like, I heard that you have been acting up or I heard that this happened. And children and adolescents are usually like, my mom went and told everyone this. My dad told everyone this. And they're really hurt by this. It's really, we have to spend a lot of time processing that major lack of discretion and stomping on values from the parents around them. So making sure that you are helping your children to recognize like, hey, I am... This is a protected space and my parent is going to maintain this boundary for me. So really um, being respectful of the boundaries that your children have. And then also teaching at appropriate times when it may be beneficial for your child to insert a boundary. So I noticed that you keep on getting mad when your sister comes in your room and touches your things. You know, you can tell her that you don't like that. Or I noticed that your friend at the playground was talking to you in a really mean way. When you don't like that, you can say, please don't talk to me like that. I don't like that. Teaching your child very explicit language and pointing out for them in the moment when they can maintain boundaries. Also, if you notice that you've stepped on one of your child's boundaries, you can be like, oh, I noticed that you didn't like when I, um, when I said that to you, you know, if there's ever something that I do that you don't like, you can let me know. You can say, I don't like that. And that's showing your child that even with you, the most trusted adult in their life, if you're listening to this and you're the most trusted adult or one of the most trusted adults in a child's life, it is safe to create boundaries. If your child does not know that they can create and maintain boundaries with the safe and trusted adults in their life, it is going to be extremely difficult for them to create and maintain boundaries with other people. And so you want to be that example of and safe space of you can create and maintain boundaries. They will be respected and we will make sure that they are. So with all of that being said, I hope that you are able to start thinking about and having very critical and crucial conversations in your home about setting and maintaining boundaries. It has been a beautiful 25 episodes. I am super excited to continue to create episodes in the next couple of weeks, you're going to start to notice that I'm going to be bringing on some amazing guests. We are going to kick off our 26th episode with a back to school and your child's mental health 
series. And so I hope you are here for that. And I hope that you are going to continue to share. So as always, it is so amazing and it always is amazing taking notes with you. And I'm excited to take more notes with you. Have an amazing day and I will talk with you next time. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Notes from a Child Psychologist. I am looking forward to reading your comments and reviews. If you enjoyed this episode and if you love this space as much as I do, I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review, and most importantly, share with others. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Dr. Tasha Brown on all platforms. Join me next Tuesday for another episode. And as always, I'm so excited to take notes with you.